In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast designed to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. Well, this Sunday is the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 29th of August, if you're watching this on Sunday, and we move right into the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. We have some beautiful readings from the Old Testament in the book of Deuteronomy. We will hear from a letter from St. James, and in fact, this letter will carry us through a couple of weeks in our Sunday readings. And of course, the gospel we get back to is the gospel of Mark in this season or cycle B. So before we get into the scripture, I just came across real quickly a prayer. And this prayer is a prayer for health. And so for all of us who are concerned for our health and the good health of others, I want to open today's podcast with this prayer. Would you please join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Compassionate and loving Father, in the face of confusion and concern, impart to us the calm of your presence. In you, allow us to find hope and healing. Be with those who serve the sick and give them your caring hands. Be with those who lead and give them your Holy Spirit. Be with those who have fallen ill and give them your comforting heart. Wrap your arms around our world and hold us in your love. Allow us at this time of trial to then serve as instruments of that love to all we meet. We ask this in your holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, as I said, it's the 22nd Sunday in ordinary time. And as we come to a, almost a new month, for those of you who use some type of a missal, this one's called the word among us. And a lot of parishes make either this or possibly the Magnificat, or I think it's called living bread. But there's many different missals that are great because they have not only the Sunday readings, but of course the daily readings and they'll have different prayers. They might have different reflections on the saints or other reflections on the daily mass, but I really encourage you to get one of these. I don't think there's any one better than the other. You just might prefer one to the other. I've been using the word among us, thanks to Father Paul and the All Saints community for providing these. And you can get a subscription to any one of these great Catholic missals, but they're wonderful resources to help do what these readings are going to draw us deeper into. And you'll you'll get a sense of that as we get into the readings. I, I hope you've already had a chance to reflect a bit on them. Let's start with the first reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, now Israel, hear the statutes and decrees which I'm teaching you to observe 
that you may live and may enter in and take possession of the land, which the Lord, the God of your fathers is giving you in your observance of the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I enjoin upon you, you shall not add to what I command you nor subtract from it. Observe them carefully, for thus will you give evidence of your wisdom and intelligence to the nations, who will hear of all these statutes and say, this great nation is truly a wise and intelligent people. For what great nation is there that has God so close to it as the Lord our God is to us whenever we call upon him? Or what great nation has statutes and decrees that are as just as this whole law, which I'm setting before you today? The word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 15. One who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Whoever walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart, and, still, and slanders not with his tongue. One who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Who harms not his fellow man, nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord. One who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Who lends not his money at usury and accepts no bribe against the innocent. Whoever does these things shall never be disturbed. One who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. James. Dearest brothers and sisters, all good giving and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change. He willed to give us birth by the word of truth that we may be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Humbly welcome the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deluding yourselves. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their, in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. The word of the Lord. The gospel according to Mark. When the Pharisees, with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem, gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes question him. Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, well, did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites? 
as it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines, human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He summoned the crowd again and said to them, hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. From within people, from their hearts, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within and they defile the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There's a lot going on here, but as I was encouraging you and reminding myself, of course, the importance of reading the word of God and importance of getting something that will help you in your daily readings of the scriptures and your daily pondering of the scriptures. So not only do we read the word, but we ponder the word and then the, the word, the word not just talking about any reading, I'm talking about reading the word of God, then becomes part of us, who we are, our identity becomes the word of God. And I know when I was introduced many years ago to the Magnificat, I think it was one of the greatest gifts that Matre Day Radio, Catholic Radio gave me was that we, we got the subscription to the Magnificat and I started to read the word daily. I had that resource with me when I went to daily mass. We had resources like Sister Anne Shields and her food for the journey. And it just helped me as a newer Catholic to really start to have a discipline in developing a discipline and reading and pondering the word. I have mountains to go in learning, but I think slowly as we have these tools, these resources, you know, here's the word of God. Yes, I have my Bible and I like to go into that Bible. And, and now we can go into the book of Deuteronomy. We can go into the letter of St. James. We can go into the gospel of Mark and Psalm 15, which was just all of the readings from today, Sunday, and we could be unpacking those throughout the week. And that's what I encourage us to do. So in the book of Moses, or the Moses is talking in the book of Deuteronomy, actually, there's a message. One of the themes that comes out to me and that I heard from Father Paul over at All Saints this weekend is that it's important to understand our faith. We, we see this from the, the real encouragement and the, the fortitude of Moses to really impart to the people how important it is to know the law, to know the commandments of God, so that it's important to understand our faith. But then if we understand it, how do we put it to practice? How does this faith that I understand intellectually or in my mind affect how I live my daily life. And so I think some of what Moses's example is to me anyway, is he knows that they're going into the promised land. Again, here's this, this body of people, the chosen ones 
who are making the next step on their journey. And so take this law, take these commandments of God and observe them. Don't change any of them. Don't add, don't subtract, subtract, because this is who you are as God's chosen people. And it will show those around you who don't know God's law that it's because of God's law, it's because of God's love that you are who you are, that God's law makes us who we are. And when we start to learn that, that's why I think it's so important that we learn our faith. Over the last six weeks, I have been with my husband and a small group of people from the different parishes in our small county of Cowlitz County have been gathering for something called the, um, something called search. And we meet once a week and it's really to help those who are starting to maybe look deeper into the Catholic faith and lead them into the process of our CIA. But it's also great to just a great initiation into learning about what do we believe and how do we believe as Christians and who is Jesus and what is his church and what is salvation? And it reminds me, just as Moses is reminding the people, understanding your faith is so important. And then as we understand, it needs to move to the heart and then it needs to move to the hand. It needs to move into how we live our lives. And that really transitions into the psalm, Psalm 15, I was thinking about just the line that we repeat in this psalm. One who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. And I looked up the word justice and the one definition that came up that didn't deal with a justice or a court was to conform to truth, to fact, and to reason. And so one who conforms to the truth will live in the presence of the Lord. And I take that in our, in our act of faith as Christians, that conforming to the truth is truth in a capital T. Capital T, the truth is Jesus Christ. So when we conform to Jesus, the truth, we will live in the presence of the Lord. So if our desire my desire is to live in the presence of the Lord, to always be in the Lord's presence, then I should be conforming to truth. It doesn't mean that every moment of the day I'm there, but it means that my heart is, is, is positioned to, is in the direction of the truth. And certainly there are times that I fall but that I continue to move forward. It says here, who thinks the truth in his heart, who harms not his fellow man, who lends not his money at usury. You know, the ways in which I live my life, if they are in accord with Jesus and his teachings, with the law of God, that I am in the presence of the Lord. Thanks be Jesus. In the book of James and this letter, it's not that long of a letter. And I know I've read it in the past. I need to get back into the letter because there's so much here. Uh, There's this wonderful reflection about being a doer of the word. I'll turn the page here. In fact, I love this. Uh, It's all so good. 
Dearest brothers and sisters, isn't this beautiful just how it's opened up here? All good giving and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. Doesn't that just, for me, it just invokes coming down from the Father of lights. Everything that's good, every gift, every, every life, every form of life comes from God. He willed to give us birth by the word of truth. There it is, the word of truth, the word of truth. He gives us life. He gives us birth. He gives us life. He gives us our life purpose. By the word of truth, we may be a kind of first fruits. We're the first fruits. You think of the first fruits of your crop, the very best of the crop, the very best of God's creation are us, his creatures. Humbly welcome the word. So open up your hearts to receive the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls. So the word is about salvation. The word is about saving souls. So if saving souls, and if our salvation, if the salvation of our loved ones, if the salvation of others and of the whole world is important to us, then we should be attentive to the word of God. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Yes, we need to hear the word of God. And that's why it's so important when we proclaim the word of God. And that when you read the word of God, I get into the habit of just reading silently and I read the words on the page, but it makes so much more impact when we proclaim the word and we hear the word, there's, there's almost like there's an emotion that comes with hearing the word of God being proclaimed. That's why I think being involved in Catholic radio for so many years, there's something about hearing the word of God that can resonate in our hearts. And then it will form how we take an action. How do we respond to a particular relationship? Or what does that word make me think about? And I was thinking about this in hearing the word. And when we start to hear words of truth, or when we hear lies, you know, when we hear words that are not true, whether it's in a relationship with somebody and we know that they're lying, it may be somebody... <laughs> we'll just say somebody that you know. There's a lot of different elements that we could go into, but but when we recognize there's something that isn't congruent with what you're saying, I don't believe that that's true. And there's something emotional, there's something in our conscience that this is not true. This is not honesty. We we can sense those things. Maybe with people that we know really well, maybe with people that we've never met before, but we can sense there's something not true. But then when we know the truth and we can sense that, we can feel that truth. I know that this is the truth. And I remember being in the RCIA program at Sacred Heart Church in Tillamook many years ago. And, and certainly most of what happened during those times of preparation, I really don't remember, but I remember feeling when I started to hear about two things. I started to hear about the Eucharist. I'd never heard that word Eucharist before. I had 
been in a tradition in, in the in Protestant church where we had Holy Communion. So I was familiar with Holy Communion, but to hear about the Eucharist and the real presence, I, I just didn't recognize that. But when I heard it being unpacked, it, it came true. This is true. These teachings, although I didn't learn about them, now they're starting to come true to me. They're starting to be revealed to me as an adult, in my case. There was something about that recognition of hearing the word of truth, and it resonated in my heart. And then what I had to do was follow up with, well, how do I respond? And my response was into deeper desire of getting to know more about my faith, to continue to go on the journey and to one day at Easter Vigil say yes, and to be confirmed and to receive my first Holy Communion in the Catholic Church. By hearing the word of truth and by letting that word really touch our hearts slowly or quickly, it will cause you to take action then I need to respond to what this truth is all about. The other truth that I remember hearing was in the teaching of abortion and the, the Catholic church's teaching against abortion, because it in the, is it in the intentional taking of a human life? And I didn't really think about that concept before. It wasn't put before me before I started to learn about the Catholic church. But it became, this is true, that if I believe in what Jesus Christ is teaching, if I believe his law, then intentional killing is not a truth. It is against human law. It's against God's law. And I started to resonate that, you know what? I need to be active for life to promote the culture of life, to pray for life. And, and so that's been a truth that I've incorporated now in my daily life and to incorporate, how do I promote the culture of life? To pray for pregnant mothers, to pray for children in the womb, to pray for our fathers, to pray for our families and to be active in praying and supporting those beautiful maternity homes and communities that support mothers with their children. There was a great suggestion from Father Tony Galati, and he's over at Holy Trinity Church in Beaverton. The first time I've been able to see him was at a virtual mass, but he really made a, a great suggestion about the word of God, pondering the word of God, and to just practice a small piece of scripture. Don't take a big, don't take the whole gospel. <laughs> don't even take a whole letter like St. James, which is small, but just take a piece and to think about it, to pray about it, to, to ponder over it on a regular basis, and then to let that word become part of you. To start to go from your head and you think about that word, you may say it in your mind, you may speak it out loud, to touch your heart, what does that word mean to you? What is that word? One who does justice will live in the presence of the Lord. Does that become a desire? You know, I really desire to be in the presence of the Lord. I must become a person who does justice. 
I'm a person of just, I'm a person of truth. I am a person of truth. Lord, help me to be a person of truth. So I may always be in your presence. You know, we take those small phrases of scripture and we let them become part of who we are. They define who we are. We are people of truth. We are people of God. We're people of God's love. The prayer that was given after communion, I think sums it up because we who choose to go and say yes and to receive Jesus in the blessed sacrament, we're renewed with a food, with his body and blood, soul and divinity to help us to do this. We can't do it on our own. I can't ponder the scriptures on my own. I need grace. You need grace. We need grace. And this prayer says this, renewed by this bread, the Eucharist, from the heavenly table, we beseech you, Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm our hearts and stir us to serve you in our neighbor. You know that when we receive the Holy Eucharist, it stirs in our hearts, it gives us the grace to go out and to do good, to be good, to be doers of the word. We just ate the word of God. And now we go out and to share his handiwork with the world. And however you are called to do that, if you're raising a family, it's in your home, it's in the school or at home school, it's in your community. If you're in a business and you go to work, it's with your employees or your coworkers. If you volunteer, however you go about your day, and it starts with how do you treat yourself? Do you treat yourself as a beloved child of God, full of joy, full of hope, full of truth? Start there, and then that will overflow in how you treat and take care of others around you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you have a fantastic week, this 22nd week in Ordinary Time. I look forward to talking with you again next week. Have a joy-filled week. Peace be with you. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie. Reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Day Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week.